I'm currently listening to Grandmaster Troll. He got O'Shea on there. Um, solo, <clears throat> solo TV 84. I think Jessica X just popped up on there. And then you got some dude named Blackmail First Media. So that's that's what you guys kind of heard. So so yeah. I don't even I ain't, I ain't even really want to talk about this, but you know, I'm, I guess I I guess I, I feel like I need to give my two cents on all this. So <clears throat> I was listening to Barack, uh, Barack Bernard Riley earlier today, and he had like a four hour live stream. I actually listened to the whole four hours, <laughs> but uh, he had uh, O'Shea on there, Kevin Samuels obsidian uh who else i think fantastic popped up on there but anyways it was mostly just o'shea and obsidian and they were given their their they were given their talking points about the direction of the manosphere what up um degenerate given their talking points about the direction of the the black manosphere going into 2020 and how everybody needs to step their game up in terms of production value and you know all this all this wonderful stuff right and you know look it sounds great if you got the time and the patience to do all that and the money to do all that then you know by all means handle your business but um you know i just don't really see it going down like that and it's not because dudes don't. Well, it's a combination of dudes aren't going to want to do it. And then it's also a combination of dudes can't afford to do it. And is it, it's kind of in my perspective, is it really necessary? You know what I'm saying? I mean, <clears throat> so I'm listening to obsidian o'shea they're, they're, they're rattling off all these numbers right about how much money they have invested into uh content creation equipment that's that's what um o'shea calls it basically just computers computer parts basically it sounds like they're building gaming compute they're converting gaming computers well not converting them, but building stereotypical gaming pcs and just using them for content creation which is actually the best thing to do um, if you guys don't, if you guys don't really know about this, I mean, you know, shameless plug here. I got a whole channel that talks about all these components and all this stuff where you can learn exactly what these components do. But, you know, one thing I don't really talk about on the channel is actually building computers. Um, cause it, it can get pretty, pretty pricey, real expensive. Right. And, you know, if you're making money and that's what you really want to do, then, you know, you should probably take your money and reinvest it into that stuff. But I guess I'm really wondering, is all of that really necessary or is it really worth it as it directly relates to the overall, the majority of the, hey, what up, Hanlon, the majority of the content that is created in this space. And we all know what that is for the most part is the overwhelming majority of the content that makes up the black manosphere. Yeah, yeah, I was just watching it, Helen. Um, I'm, I'm like halfway. Well, I'm not looking at it now, but 
I was watching it before I actually, you know, started live streaming. But, you know, if we're talking about black female effery all day long, you know, I'm like, I don't know if that's if that type of investment is really worth it in order to create these this elaborate presence on YouTube in terms of how your your backdrop looks. You got all the fancy trinkets and decorations all over the place. You got these six hundred dollar microphones. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, act like I don't have an expensive mic. My mic. I bought it. I bought my microphone like six, seven years ago. I paid like three hundred dollars for this thing. Um, still runs like a champion. But um, and then you're going out there doing all these elaborate PC builds so that you can pump videos out at a way higher rate. I don't know if I'm struggling to see if that is a viable option for most content creators in the so-called black manosphere. And I'm struggling to see this because it directly relates to what my man Hanlon Jones is talking about over on Grandmaster Trolls channel. We got some some beef going on over there. And I'm not really too concerned about solo TV arguing with Taz cuz I I saw that was going on. I'm really I'm really interested in the so-called beef that resides with this one guy named Black Male First Media. Like, I don't know who this dude is. I've never heard of him before. But he's currently on Grandmaster Troll's channel going at O'Shea. And what is he going at O'Shea for? He believes O'Shea is selling out the manosphere. And then O'Shea is out here encouraging all these women to join the manosphere, blah, 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 blah. So when I listen to this dude, right, and I so I go to his channel, he got like a thousand subscribers on there, gets a few hundred views per video. You know, he's doing what he do. And um, I'm just like, I'm like, if you really want to create a space that caters to black men and black talking points then why don't you just focus on making content about that instead of worrying about what another YouTuber is doing on their content as to whether or not it meets your approval or not. Like what I'm saying is I'm not much of a fan of O'Shea's celebrity junk videos. Um, I listen to, I listen, I watch his, his hall of game stuff. And I used to watch the Rumbles. I think I may have been on a Rumble once, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. But I don't feel the need personally to run around here and dictate to another YouTuber, regardless of how big or how small they are, as to what type of content that they should be creating so that I can get the warm and fuzzies. What's up, Embrace Your Curls? Y'all go sub to my... My 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 light skinned princess over here, embrace your curls. <laughs> but I don't, I just don't, I don't understand this, right? Because you know, when I look at YouTube, like this is part of the reason why I never really ran around here claiming the black manosphere. I'm part of the black manosphere, I'm part of the manosphere. I know people have always they lump me into it because I talk about a lot of the stuff that I see and I watch it. And yes, I'm in the comment sections, but me personally, I just I really don't feel like I'm a black manosphere content creator because 
I don't really, I don't, I don't spend my time whining and crying about black women for like 90% of my content. And I, I, and I genuinely believe that, that if you want to be considered a black manosphere content creator, I personally believe that a good 75% of your content has to be focused going in on black women. Cause I mean, that's just all I really ever see. And um, so I, I mean, that, that's why I don't consider myself one, but you know, people lump me in it and it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, I'm not, you know, it is what it is. But when I look at some of these dudes now, cause they're all, like I said, they're all analyzing how to progress in the year 2021, how to take this thing to even higher levels. And like I said, he was watching Bernard Rowley's show earlier. It was just a, Kevin Samuels uh, um, prep, pep rally <laughs> for the most part, right? Kevin Samuels, Kevin, and I'm like, look, I get it. Kevin Samuels, the man. It is what it is. It was like a Kevin Samuels pep rally for like damn near half the show, right? And so now I got this feeling that you're going to have a bunch of dudes out here trying to become Kevin Samuel clones in the black manosphere. And if it works, it works. I just don't think it's going to work for most of you guys because at the end of the day, I, you know, I'm just going to keep it a buck. And I'm pretty sure people, the, the sentiments I'm about to share, I'm pretty sure some people feel the same about my channel. But some a lot of these dudes just flat out suck. They, And I, when I say they suck, I'm not saying that they suck because they got a horrible voice, but I just don't really hear a lot of original thought in the black manosphere. All I hear... All I tend to hear seems like just a bunch of regurgitated talking points over and over and over again. And some of these dudes, I don't even think they're even they can't even really put like a unique spin to whatever it is that they're trying to put out there. And so I just don't know if this is really going to work out for a lot of dudes in the black metal sphere who are looking at Kevin Samuels, looking at O'Shea and looking at Angry Man, and looking at Obsidian, and seeing what, what type of numbers they're doing, I don't think it's going to really work out for, for most of these people, because it's just not original. A lot of you guys just aren't original, man. You don't really have like an original thought. I don't care. You can go out there and drop five, ten thousand $10,000 on the best PC builds. You can go out there and rent out a full studio at Tyler Perry Studios, and had that thing all types of tricked out. I just don't think your content, a lot of these guys' content is going to take them to this next level that they're seeing a Kevin Samuels and O'Shea and others do. Because hate them or love them, O'Shea, Obsidian, Angry Man, Kevin Samuels, they all, all three, all four of them dudes are, are highly unique. Highly unique. They like, they may... Some of their content may bleed over, but you can, the way they talk, the way they present themselves is very distinguishable. A lot of these other dudes, and like I said, I'm going to throw Bernard Riley into this mix as well. He might get, Bernard Riley will probably get bigger, but when I look at Bernard Riley, I just see a Kevin Samuels clone, man. I don't really see... I'm str I struggle to see the unique factor about this dude. And look, I'm I'm just I'm just being honest here. But 
aside from all these people trying to become clones that I just personally don't think is going to work. Then you have these other dudes out here who are running around trying to police other content creators about what type of content they should make in the black manosphere. Like, like this dude blackmail first, whatever his name, blackmail first media. When he was just going at O'Shea on um, Grandmaster Trolls channel. It's like, if you want to make, if, if you want to see nothing but um, content catered towards black men, you have, you know, if you're a content creator, I want you guys to understand this. You have total, complete control over this. Y'all know this, right? Meaning you have the ability to subscribe to whatever channel that you want to subscribe to or unsubscribe to, right? You guys do realize this, right? You guys do realize that if you are a content creator and you just want nothing but straight black male centric content, you have the actual ability to create that content instead of you worrying about what another YouTuber is doing. And I'm not just talking about you worrying about it because you're critiquing or criticizing something they said, but you sitting around here trying to tell somebody how they should run their channel regardless of what they're doing. Like if O'Shea wants to bring on all types of chicks and give them exposure and help promote their channels what does that got to do with you if you're a content creator go out there and make your own content talk about blackmail issues that you believe need to be heard and go out there and just do your thing and so these are some of the, these are some of the factors that i see the jealousy of you know you got you got the jealousy and the jealousy factor that some of these dudes will probably never admit to but you can tell us jealousy because you're trying to police another person about how they should be creating content. But you're seeing that the content that they're creating is, is just generating numbers all over the place, which is translating into a bunch of money. So now, now you got a bunch of dudes who are jealous of that fact. And then you got everybody who wants to be a clone of Kevin Samuels or Obsidian or whoever. I don't know how well this is going to work for y'all. I mean, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know how many in the year 2021 moving forward. Let's just say six months from now in June or July, whatever. Are we going to turn? Oh, am I going to turn on YouTube and I'm just going to see a bunch of dudes dressed up in suits <laughs> crying about black female effery all day? Or am I going to see a bunch of dudes running around here crying and complaining about how come nobody's watching their channel? How come everybody's watching this person's channel over here? Super chats. Or am I going to see a bunch of dudes? Why is Jessica X so popular? Why is this female YouTuber so popular? Why are these women? It's like, dude, what type of content are y'all really about to make around here that y'all think is going to propel you to the next level, whatever the heck you think that is to where y'all are going viral on world star. Cause I think that's what a lot of dudes are trying to aim for. They want, they want the next viral video so that they can become that they can have their name in everybody's title. Like, like Kevin Samuels name been ringing bells for like six, seven months now. But I just don't, I don't really see it. And I know O'Shea and, and, and Kevin, like I said, I was listening to them 
they're like super highly optimistic about it because obviously they 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 they're out here winning, right? And I guess they're trying to pass off some of that enthusiasm to everybody else. But I'm looking, I'm like, I just don't see it with everybody else. Like the majority of everybody else out there. I just don't see a lot of these dudes really doing anything. I, I, I don't see it. You're either a clone. You're either secretly jealous. Or, you know, you're, you're just a flat out hater. And it's a difference difference between critiquing somebody and being a hater. I think some of these dudes are just legit haters, but you just don't. A lot of you guys just don't have genuine talking points that actually add value to this space that y'all want to call the black manosphere. So I don't know how well this is going to work for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Now, some of y'all may call me. I don't care. And I know everybody else will say that, but I've been like this since day one. As in literally, for those of y'all who've been around my channel for like three years, I've literally been saying the same thing about the black manosphere since day one. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this is why I don't consider myself a part of it. Even I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like, I'm like black manosphere adjacent. That's, that's what I like to say. I'm like right next to these Negroes, but I'm not actually in it because the stuff I actually care about in real life it doesn't jive with the messages that they pump out. Like I don't have a black female problem. So I can't make nonstop content talking about black women when I just don't live that experience with black women like that. Now, are there some hood rats out there? Yeah, but I don't deal with them like that. I don't deal with ratchet women to the point where I got to come on here and talk about them 24-7 all day long. <clears throat> but then some of y'all might be like, but you talk about the, the, the pro-black babblers. Yeah, I do, because I deal with them clowns a lot, or I have dealt with them clowns a lot in some form, whether online or offline. And <clears throat> the stuff that they pump out, I think is more detrimental than this black female effery because they... My whole philosophy with these pro-black babblers since day one is that they have just been pumping out a message of inferiority nonstop. And I, I'm, I'm like, I just cannot co-sign some black person coming online telling thousands of other black people that essentially you're never going to amount to anything because white people won't let you. And that is a horrible, horrible message. I cannot subscribe to this concept of white supremacy. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Not in this day and age. That's not me saying that the concept never existed. I just can't do it in 2020, 20, 2021. Not with all this technology rolling around. And there's so many ways you can go out there and get your life on and popping. So, yeah, I'll continue to talk about stuff like that. Because I think the stuff Jason Black and Tariq Nasheed and Michi X and others put out is just straight up poison. It is, it is straight up demoralizing to know that no matter what you do at the end of the day, there's some white boogeyman calling the shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I can't, I, I, I just can't, uh, God, that, that is just a horrible message to indoctrinate people with. 
It's just like you're just giving them an eternal crutch to lean on to not even go out there and try because, well, some white dude is going to stop you anyway. But, you know, with the uh, the black manosphere in general, though. I don't know, man, I don't I don't know how 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 this thing is really going to go. I want to be optimistic about some of you dudes, but I'm struggling to see it when I'm literally listening to y'all whine and cry about what another content creator is creating on their channel when you should be putting your energy into your own content i mean if you're going to criticize that's one thing but to just flat out tell somebody that you don't like this it's like well dude why don't you go create the stuff that you feel like this other person isn't doing you don't like o'shea's like i'm not a fan of o'shea's celebrity junk I don't really watch them. I might watch one every now and then. I'm not, I don't really watch it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna go tell O'Shea or anybody stop making that stuff. It's his damn channel. That's what's working for him. Putting money in his pocket, making his his wildest dreams come true. If I wanna, if I if if I want O'Shea to make a certain type of content, and I'm a content creator, I'm just gonna go make the content myself. And do whatever I got to do to get my channel booming and doing whatever it is I got to do. If I feel that passionate about it. And but but being that dudes like blackmail first media and a whole bunch of other ones. Is he ain't the only one. It's a whole bunch of them out there. Crying about black women in the manosphere, yada, yada, yada. It's a whole bunch of these dudes out there. I just struggle to see you guys doing victory laps in 2021. I just struggle to see it. Even if some of you, some of you do do have legit talent, but in, in terms of how your, your, your quote unquote stage presence is, but at the end of the day, when you get down to the core message, it's like, why listen to you when you just sound like a knockoff of somebody else? I can just go listen to the, the original thing, the original person. Like if I want to hear, if I want to hear some dude, if I want to hear somebody talk about black women all day, I can go listen to Obsidian. He's a master at it. <laughs> that is his, uh, he has a PhD in that crap. If you come around me talking about black female effery, and you want me to sub to your channel to support you, I need you to put like a unique spin to it. Like take Ramil, Ramil Amir. He talks about it. But he has his own unique spin to it. His what is his unique spin? His unique spin is he's just he just totally unadulterated, unapologetic with the crap he says. And then if a female tries to come on his panel, he he charges them a hundred bucks just to get on the panel, which none of them ever pay. But you know he has his own unique thing going on over there, even though he talks about a lot of the same, you know, black female effery too. But he also had, talks about some other stuff too, business and things like that. They they can they can at least switch it up. So a lot of you dudes can't do it. So I know O'Shea and them got y'all heads all warm and you know got, got y'all heads all big like oh yeah we finally gonna take it to the next level. I don't think a lot of you guys are gonna do it. I, you know I don't want to sound like the the party pooper and all that, but I'm just I just deal with reality, man. I just don't see it. Hell, even my channel, this current channel, ain't gonna do it. 
I should be over here saying, yeah, I'm going to do it. Man, I don't even have faith in my own channel. <laughs> and people are like, why? Because I'm not really going to go above and beyond to put a lot of effort into this channel. I mean, I've thought about it. I was like, man, maybe I should go out there and build this elaborate PC, do this, do that, work on this, work on that. I'm like, when I, when I, when I think about it, I'm like, I, do I really want to do all this? Do I really want to do all this? Because all I'm doing, I don't, I don't really strategize on this channel. Because I know they was talking about that. I've always treated this channel and my podcast. I saw somebody mention the Onyx Truth podcast. That's what my podcast used to be called back when I was just strictly on iTunes and stuff. It was never really, a, um, it was never just some really well thought out thing. It was just really just, uh, I'm just going to come on here and just let the feels fly. Whatever I feel like talking about, that's kind of what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And it goes how it goes. And so I've kind of accepted how this is going to be. Now, my other channel is thought out. Very thought out extremely detailed and thought out as to how I want this thing to go. And it's actually working because I'm almost at 2000 subs over there in less than, let me see about nine months. I started posting content in April. We at the 1700 something subs right now, but I was very deliberate in what I wanted to do on that channel. Extremely deliberate. With my delivery, how I set up my videos, everything, even how my freaking, even how how my freaking thumbnails look. When people go to my channel who are familiar with it, depending upon what type of thumbnail I got set up, you know exactly what lane this content falls into. You know, you know, I'm saying this because I heard O'Shea talking about this. I was like, wow, I do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I thought this is what everybody did. But I, apparently it was a revelation to a lot of people. But this was just something that I was like, I thought this is what we was all supposed to do. Over here, my thumbnails is just one thing. Over there, I got two main styles of content on that channel. My lectures for these certifications that some of y'all are, you know, people over there passing. And then I got my other thumbnail, the one where you see my actual face on it. Those are just my general chat videos or I don't, I don't know how to say informational videos about whatever but the whole point is that channel is extremely deliberate and it's producing the results that i'm assuming I, i'm predicting are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger as time progresses because i'll probably cross the 2000 subscriber threshold in about a month or two the way i'm currently going and then, like I say, by I'm I'm hoping to push ten thousand by about this time next year. Um, that's my goal, and I think it can be done. But I'm saying this to say, if if you're gonna be, look, I, I'm I'm not I'm not a master YouTuber, right? <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not that, but here's the thing. I've been a content creator since 2013, in case y'all don't know this. I came to YouTube about two and a half, three years ago, but I've been creating content on my own platforms since 2013. I own three websites, content creation. One website is my tech website. 
The other one is the website called Onyx Truth that's affiliated with this channel. And then I got another, I got a satire web. I think I got like the only black satire news website on the internet that I know of. And I, I have, I've been slacking on creating content over there. But somebody threatened to sue me once, so I kind of chilled off. <laughs> but, and some of y'all seen my stuff for my satire news. I wrote, anybody remember that article last year about Pastor Creflo Dollar? creating a cash app to collect donations during the pandemic. Anybody remember that article? Who remembers that article? It went, it, it, it was all over black. Everybody in their mama was talking about it back in like April. Anybody remember that article? It was a news article about pastor Creflo dollar setting up a cash app to collect cash app donations during the pandemic. And everybody was sharing it. Let me let you guys know something. I wrote that article y'all. It was a satire article I made up in five minutes and wrote it for my satire website. I'm the author of that piece. In case you guys didn't know that. That article made me a thousand dollars in two days. In case you guys didn't know that. So I'm saying this because I know about content creation. I may not be I may not be the biggest. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. And you're not going to be able to find that article because Pastor Creflo Dollar threatened to sick his lawyers on me because he didn't like what I said. So I had to take it down. But before I took it down, I made over a, a stack off that article. It took me five minutes. I, I literally woke up in the morning, wrote it in five minutes, published it. And within two, three days, it made me $1,000. And then I saw countless people on YouTube talking about it, countless people on Facebook circulating it, and nobody knew I was the one that wrote it. I wrote that. I, I'm the author of that. I own that website that it came from. <laughs> so I'm saying this because I've been creating content since 2013. Actually, I started off in 2007. I used to do photography blogs, but then I got into social critique conversations around 2013 with the creation of my Onyx Truth website. I got like close to, I think I got like 12,000 sub uh, fans on YouTube, not, uh, Facebook of that blog that's been around since 2013. And this is where all these podcasts, these videos go onto that website now. But I used to be an active writer. I don't write much anymore on that site. I just slap videos up there. But I'm, I'm just saying this because I know about content creation, y'all. I know about it. I may not be the biggest YouTuber, but I've been doing this for like seven years, seven strong years. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, December 7th, 2013 is the day I bought the domain name onyxtruth.com. So I've been doing this for a long, for, for almost a decade, content creation. I've written quite a few blogs on my website that have went semi-viral. I say semi because, you know, they they got shared a few hundred thousand times. Not I didn't I didn't really break the millions millions, but I've written blog pieces that have went semi-viral to where they've gotten shared a few hundred thousand times, kind of like that Creflo Dollar thing I wrote. So I know about this, right? And so I think I'm in a position to give a fair criticism of a YouTuber, regardless of how elaborate your setup may be, when 
I'm just judging you strictly based off of your actual content that you create. And I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. A lot of dudes in the black mental sphere just aren't it. I'm not saying that I'm it. I'm not saying that at all, but my seven, almost my seven years of doing this, I think I've learned enough because I used to have a bunch of people right from my website. When I used to just do my podcast strictly on iTunes, I had a bunch of other people who would do podcasts and I would put it on my pod. I would produce their crap. They would record it. I would produce it. Go in there, edit it up, make it sound nice and crisp and throw it up on my doggone thing to where I was getting at one point. I was getting like close to 2000 downloads a week off just my podcast before I came to YouTube all over the world. So I'm not, I'm not new to it. I'm just relatively new to the YouTube medium. I'm, I'm not even saying I'm new here, but I'm not new anymore. But I just got a lot. I got a lot of experience, everything from YouTubing to podcasting to actually written publications. So I think I'm in a decent position to give an honest criticism and make a judgment call that I just don't think a lot of you dudes in the black manosphere got it. I just don't think a lot of y'all got the talent because there really isn't a lot of uniqueness to you guys. You guys, you guys just want to come on here and just, just repeat what somebody else is saying. That's, that's all I seem to hear. Shout out to unbox and chill for the $5. Appreciate that. And y'all go sub to him. He, he put some money in here. Y'all go check him out. And so I hear it. O'Shea and Kevin Samuels giving y'all hope, man. But I just don't think y'all got this talent in the skill. Like cut to the chase. He got the talent in the skill. You can just look at his, you can just look at his videos. How he, how he comes out there and hits you with these little five, six minute news clips and keeps it pushing. But I just don't think a lot of y'all got it. I don't know if I don't know if a lot of y'all gonna do it. And and being jealous of another content creator is not gonna get you there. Trying to tell somebody how to run their channel because you don't like the content making they're creating is not gonna get you there. If you want strictly black centric content and you create videos, go make the content, dude. Go make the content. But when you do make it find a unique way find a find your find your own voice shout out to Ciova. big facts can't grow being a parent exactly a lot of you dudes just don't want to find your own voice you can talk about black female effery you could talk about this you could talk about that but you need to find your voice a lot of you dudes are, you guys are just parrots, like Ciova said. And you're not going to win that way. It's the reason why everybody heralds Kevin Samuels, O'Shea, Obsidian, and Angry Man. None of them dudes sound like each other. Angry Man is angry. <laughs> He's the angry political dude now. Obsidian got the, the golden radio voice. With this echo box. 
O'Shea is just ugly. <laughs> but he's he's funny at the same time. Kevin Samuels is the is is a, a stereotypical kappa. Pretty boy. Suits, kitten heels, a uh, metrosexual dude. They all have their own unique look and distinct sound. Everybody else is just like, you're trying to be a carbon copy. It's not going to work. Unless you stop trying to copy these dudes. I mean, like I say, I'm not saying you can't talk about what they talk about, but you have to find your own voice, your own lane, your own uniqueness. I was able to do it. I mean, on YouTube, I do it. But like I said, I've been, I, listen, I'm going to say it again. I've been, I've been creating content since 2013, man. I got my own little unique voice in the blogging world. <laughs> uh, in the podcast world. Like I say, man, you guys got to learn this. And it didn't come to me overnight because I think and that's another problem. A lot of you guys think you're just going to get these microphones, set up these channels, start live streaming and boom, you're off to the races. Nah, man, this is oftentimes you got to put in a lot of work. You heard O'Shea. He said he took two years to get 2,000 subscribers. You look at it now. He got 100,000 plus. You're like, what? Yeah, it took him two years. Shout out to Nick Taylor. says, most would rather sit back and crack on others because they don't have the skill to produce. It takes prep and chops. Most don't have it. Yeah. A lot of dudes don't, don't have that. And, you know, this is what I credit me being in the military, right? So... When I was in the military, I got out. I was a staff sergeant. I was an E6. I was in for 13 years. I've heard the story a thousand times. But for those of you who've never served in the military, one thing about a lot of us in the military, especially in my career, there were I was there was a lot of instances when I was just called up and and, and thrown into the and thrown into the fire and had to go out there and give speeches or presentations on the fly with like very little preparation. Matter of fact, I was what they called an AIT instructor is where you go after basic training to learn your job. I was an AIT instructor when I came back from Afghanistan, my last four years, four and a half years in the army, right? Or whatever. And part of me becoming an AIT instructor, they would make me go up. Well, when I, when I was learning to be one, they had me do this class. It was like, it was like, Hey, Sarge, I need you to go stand up in front of the class and give us a class. And it has to be two minutes long. I was like, so what you want me to talk about? Whatever it is you want to talk about, but you need to be talking for two to three minutes without stopping. I mean, you know, when I say without stopping, I mean, like, I'm not sitting around here like, uh, 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 what do I say? What do I say? And this was like on day one. I was like, what? So they threw me up there, man. I, I, I can't remember what the heck I talked about, but I think I talked for five straight minutes, freestyling my ass off. And I didn't know why I was doing it until later on when I actually had to go teach a class in front of like 30 people. And it was my, I want to say it was like, I want to say it was like my second week there and the person that I was supposed to be shadowing wasn't there, but they needed somebody to teach the class. I'm like, oh crap. I guess I got to teach it because I'm the highest ranking person in here. 
They had to go up there and teach a class for a whole hour, freestyling, pretending like I knew what the heck I was talking about. Didn't know nothing. But I was so doggone convincing that everybody thought I knew what the heck I was talking about. So stuff like that kind of led me into why I can get up on here and just, just kind of freestyle for an hour, two or three hours. Cause I mean, I, I've been doing this for, for like for years, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm comfortable running my mouth talking, you know, whether or not I get a bunch of viewers or whatever, but a lot of these other dudes, man, they just don't have those type of skill sets, man. I mean, they see everybody else like fantastic. And, wh- and here's the thing. Why do y'all think fantastic is good at it? He's military. He's been in for 17 years in the Navy. I'm pretty sure he's been in these positions before where he's had to give these little impromptu speeches and classes. That's why he's, you know, able to do what he does and hold an, hold an audience over there when he's talking. And it's the same. I mean, but a lot of you other dudes, I don't, I just don't think a lot of y'all really got these skill sets, man. Y'all just think it's just so easy. But y'all just overlook like O'Shea took two years to get 2,000 subs. Kevin Samuels, he didn't. Yeah, his channel skyrocketed this year. But shoot, that dude probably had like, how long he been on YouTube? For like four or five years? There was at one point where he was barely, barely doing, uh, barely had 100 subs or uh, 1,000 subs. His stuff didn't just blow up overnight. It took him like four or five years to get to where he's at. And I just don't think a lot of you guys really want to put the, the time and effort into developing you. And like I say, it ain't just about the money in terms of you going out there buying all this, this, this super expensive equipment everybody's talking about to get these elaborate uh, uh, visuals. I think y'all need to figure out who y'all are. What, y'all, what, what are y'all actually here for? Why are you actually on YouTube? Have you, I mean, have you actually literally defined your purpose? I want to talk about black female. No, 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 no. Why are you actually here? It has to be a reason a, a few layers deeper than you just want to talk about black female effery. It has to be something else. There has to be a clear reason because you, you can talk about black female effery on, on, on Facebook. You can talk about that on Twitter. I want to make money. No, it has to be something deeper than that. And I just don't think some of you dudes really found it. And I don't even think a lot of y'all are even really looking for it. And this is why I don't think a lot of y'all are going to ascend to the heights of YouTube greatness that everybody that, that your favorites have ascended to because your favorites have figured out why they are actually here. The real reason. It is not just about black female effery and and whatever else they be talking about, but they've actually figured out the true core reason as to why they're here and have found their voice in it. So I think that's where a lot of y'all going to fall short, man. And I, I wish y'all the best, but until y'all figure that out, and it's going to take y'all some time to figure it out. Because I mean, it took me some time to figure out my voice in content creation. As I said, I started in 2013. I didn't really figure out who I was as a content creator probably like five years later to where I was like, yo, I, I'm cutting out all the drama, all the BS. I'm, I'm going to stop trying to pretend to be something that I'm not just so I can get views, just so I can get clicks on my website and make money. And I started drilling down into 
how do I really want to present myself? How do I really want people to see me when they hear me talk about black issues or biracial stuff or whatever, or now they discovering this tech side of me that I never really talked about before. Like, how do I really want to present myself? It took me like five years to figure that out. And I, at this time I had written like hundreds of blog posts, recorded hundreds of podcasts. It took me like five years to figure out, okay, this is where I'm going to stake my, you know, the, the, go ahead and plant my flag. I had to go through a lot of little ups and downs, kick people off the website, little beefs here and there, and whatever, because some some of the other content creators I used to collab with didn't like the stuff I was writing on my own damn website. I was like, whatever. But it took me a little time to get there. So now when I came to YouTube, I was like, shit, this is who I am. Like it or love it. I'm that dude that talks about BS. I don't care if it's black female effery, black male effery, white effery. It's all effery. It got to get talked about because it's some BS. And a lot of y'all are just too old to be doing this stupid crap y'all are doing. That's why I talk about everybody. That's why I don't have a problem dropping names over here. Your favorite content creator. I don't care. It is what it is. If they if, if they doing something stupid, then I gotta say it. I feel like it's worth talk being talked about. I'm, I'm not I'm not here to suck up to anybody. <laughs> I've been making content longer than most of the dudes in the black manosphere have been making content. <laughs> so yeah, but that's why I'm also comfortable with knowing my overall potential with how this channel is going to do. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like fantasizing about breaking 10, 20, 50,000 subs. I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's going to go that way because I just don't, I don't run around doing the clicks. I don't run around here kissing people's butts. I'm going around here begging to get people's phone numbers so I can call them up, talk to them. I'm like, I'm not interested in that. Just make your video so I can listen to it. I'll leave a couple comments here and there. Occasionally throw a super chat if I feel generous. <laughs> and then keep it, give it, keep it pushing with my life, man. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not out here to hope and pray that O'Shea or Kevin Samuels name drops me on the video. And look, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying I'm just I just I, I get the vibe from some dudes that that's that's what y'all are living for. Please, please let you know I get that from uh matter of fact, I heard it from Bernard Riley. He he comes off like, like that. Ooh, Kevin Samuels said something I said. Oh man, Kevin Samuels. Oh, he gave props to the black man. It's like, uh, come on, dude, what are you doing? I get it. That's Kevin Samuels is the great savior of black YouTube. I get it. But good God, man. Some of y'all are just doing the most with the uh, the Kevin Samuels cheerleading. This is like, calm that crap down, man. Just, we get it. We get it. Kevin Samuels out there putting up, putting up astronomical numbers. We get it. We all see it. But Jesus, y'all be over here. Y'all be over here getting woodies when this dude come around. It's like, what are y'all doing? You mentioned the black male. Like, calm down, bro. 
at the end of the day, you're still not Kevin Samuels. <laughs> I mean, you're a decent dude, but you're not him. And this ain't just Bernard Rabbit. It's just a whole bunch of other dudes I see just like that. It's like, be you. Do you be you. Find your voice. Do you create your content, man? Stop. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe, hopefully, you become the next O'Shea and all them, but stop trying to stop trying to be like them to the point where you are losing who you actually are. And that's what, I mean, like I say, all the equipment, all the shout-outs, dude, you're not going to get there because I just don't think a lot of y'all know who y'all are. Y'all see the glitz in the, in, in the, in the, in the name, in, in the, in the, uh, the so-called fame. You're like I want that. It's like all right, but do you know who you are, man? <laughs> What's your purpose here on YouTube? What are you really here for? Say so the fastest way to grow a channel is to buy ads. What are you talking about? Like run commercials on YouTube? I don't even know how to do that. I ain't never thought about that. <laughs> I ain't about to do all that. I ain't. My, my stuff will grow. If it grow, it grow. It don't. If it don't, it don't. It says, what you say, Nick? It says, I don't understand folks going to the mental sphere channels to complain about them. The same ninjas got nothing to say on Stormfront. Inner hate. Yeah, they ain't never going to say, look, black folks ain't never going to turn up on these white folks, man. I mean, that's we all understand that. I just, like I said, I just don't, I don't know, man. I, like I say, I, I was just listening to these streams today. I was just like, you know, props to O'Shea and everybody else. Like I said, this ain't, you know, they, they've done what they've had to do to get to where they at, and they've got a system in place. But I think the main thing a lot of people were, I think the main thing that wasn't discussed was that, Okay, say so you can go out there and, and, and do everything that O'Shea is telling you to do, spend all this money, get all this equipment, throw the suits on, get clean up your presentation, blah, 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 blah. But if you still sound like O'Shea or Kevin Samuels or Obsidian or whatever, what makes me want to watch you when I can just go watch them? Like, like why would I want to watch you when you're just being a copy? And I think a lot of dudes are about to, I think, I think 2021 is going to be the year of a bunch of dudes in the mental sphere just trying to copy other people in a desperation to get their numbers up instead of just trying to get your numbers up off of the strength of who you are and what actual value you actually bring. Like what legit value do you actually bring? To help boost your numbers and get them up instead of you trying to ride coattails or become a copycat of somebody. And at worst, you're over here getting mad because somebody's not making the content you like. That's that's the thing I think was missed in four hours of listening to Bernard Riley's show. I was like, this is all good stuff. O'Shea, O'Shea said he made like $200,000 or something like that. Making like a thousand dollars a day off YouTube, which is great. We would love to make a thousand. Every last one of y'all would love to make a thousand dollars a day. You make a thousand dollars a day, you're making over three hundred thousand dollars in one year, right? Three hundred sixty-five days in a year, right? 
Hell, if you even even if you made just uh two hundred dollars a day, you'd be pulling in like seventy thousand dollars a year, right? But I'm just saying, who are you? Who 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 are who 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 are you? What value do you actually bring? What long term value do you actually bring to? To make somebody want to hang out, like like Hamlin Hamlin Jones. I don't know what value I bring to him, but Hamlin Jones been around my website for years. Followed me to YouTube. Obviously, he's getting some type of value out of this stuff. I say, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's him and it's a couple other people who've been hanging around my website since I was just on iTunes, and I was on iTunes since 2014. All the way up until 2016 or 2017. I was on iTunes for about yeah, a good five solid years. Well, that's that was the only thing I was doing. So obviously, if Hanlon been around that long, or however long, you know, it's gonna be some right. What he obviously he gets some type of value. What it is, I have no idea. <laughs> but he gets some type of value, right? And so I think that's what's actually important here. What the, I think that's the missing component here. What value are you bringing? You, wanna, you want the black manosphere to be this prosperous thing? I get it. But what actual legit value do you bring to this thing? And it starts with, do you know who you are? Well, do you know what your purpose is for being on YouTube? What value are you bringing to make somebody want to hang around your content for years? Like, like Hanlon been hanging around my content for years. Cause you can get the, the, you can get the temporary boost. I'm the next, I'm Kevin Samuels 2.0. I got the, I got the shiny puff daddy suits on and I'm, and I'm diddy bopping in my videos talking about black women's. But is that going to keep people around? They might tune in and be like, oh, look at him. Look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after a while, if I don't come up with my own voice, it's going to be like, well, you know, I might just go back and watch Kevin. You know what I mean? I mean, is that making any sense to, to some of y'all? What's up, Keep It Techie? What's up, Bernard? Everybody else I miss. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Somebody say angry man been hating on Kevin. I mean, that's what he does. That, that's part of his uh that's part of his shtick. That's 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 what he does. You know what I'm saying? Angry man wants the credit because I think he's actually coined the term black metal sphere. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming I don't know how true that is, but whatever. So I think I think Angry Man feels slighted. And he wants the credit. And everybody else is giving love to Kevin O'Shea and Obsidian, and they're not really spreading the love to Angry Man like he believes the love should be spread to him. But but the reason that is 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 partially partially his own fault. That I mean, let's just call it what it is. It's partially Angry Man's own fault. Because this nigga just can't stop beefing with people. <laughs> He's even beefing with BGS. The master teacher. 
know what I'm saying? That's part of Angry Man's own fault. You know what I mean? What's up, Clutch? What do you say? G just spoiled on how to be successful in the Manosphere 20. Be original. Well, it's it's more than just being original. Because, I mean, look, I can come on here and put my clothes on backwards like crisscross and be original, right? Nobody in the Manosphere is wearing their clothes backwards like crisscross. <laughs> That's original. But you have to be original. But you actually have to have a purpose for being here. Like a legit purpose. Even if your purpose is just to run your mouth like my channel. Like, like I say I don't have a purpose for this channel, but the purpose of this channel is just for me to vent and run my mouth. That's it. I mean, that's literally the purpose of this channel. That's why I don't really feel like going above and beyond to do anything extraordinary with it. But my other channel has a clearly defined purpose. Extremely defined. These other dudes, it takes more than just originality, man. You got to have a purpose. You got to find your voice, man, with that purpose. Even if, even if your purpose is similar to somebody else's, you got to find your voice in it. I don't know if they're really beefing. I just It's mostly over their political beliefs. Angry Man's a conservative and BGS is a stone-cold liberal. So that, that's why they're quote-unquote beefing. I left this stream, went and watched, and came back just so I know what G was talking about. Oh, you went to um, um, Grandmaster Troll. Is he still streaming? I probably got to catch the replay. Yep. Yeah, see, look, look, Hanlon said he's been around for years. <laughs> Appreciate that. But, you know, I think I'm a... I think I'm going to redefine my purpose with this channel. I mean, I'm still going to give you all my rants and raves and criticize all these clowns running around YouTube. But like I said, I think I, eventually I'm going to get to this point where I want to create actual useful, actionable content. Edu you know, not, not no full-blown educational stuff like my other channel. I ain't going to bore you all to death, PowerPoint slides you all to death over it like, like I do on my other channel, even though people actually do enjoy those slides. But um, I don't know, man. I think I got to figure out a way to way to um, create content that is more than just whining about black women all day. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? So just something that uh, somebody could actually use, like, uh, you know, I don't know how. I don't know, man. I, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. I mean, I was never the intent with this channel, but it's, it's probably gonna have to get to that point. I mean, I'm gonna have to do something with it. You know, sprinkle in some sprinkles every now and then, or some, some, some actual knowledge. <clears throat> CTS Gaming says, I'm trying to wait for your thing to pop up and stream. Oh, there it is. Says so that's the one thing I will never understand why YouTubers are jealous of other YouTubers. They're jealous because listen, the super chat was the worst thing that ever happened to black YouTube. That's why. 
when you start seeing them super chats flopping down the screen, it make you feel a certain type of way. Like, you know, I get a couple super chats in there. I'm cool. I mean, I'm not, you know, and then I go watch somebody else's live stream. They get like $300 worth of super chats. Can't help but see it, but I'm not really motivated by the, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not motivated by money. I'd be lying if I didn't say that, but I'm just of the mindset. If it happens, it happens. I mean, I'm just not going to go above and beyond to get up here and and do my little Bojangles dance to try to get the, the super chats pumping and jumping. It's just, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's just kind of how I've always been. I never really, like, pushed it that hard. Yeah, it is late, Grace. I'm, I'm, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm about to go to sleep. There are tons of things that can be babbled about. Only babbling about black women is old now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I do my, let's see, what is this? I do my YouTube channel because I love reviewing video games at the end of the world. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. I, that's another thing, man. I, I think, I'm telling y'all, look, you can get, you can get it popping on YouTube. You don't have to. I don't know. I'm just gonna keep repeating this all year. You don't have to just get it popping in black YouTube. You can get it popping in YouTube period. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, I just don't understand this this logic or this this message to push the black YouTubers who are in the mental sphere that you're only gonna get respect. Or whatever, if you manage to get it popping in black in the black military. Like, dude, it's all kind of stuff going on in YouTube. There's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of channels out there. Millions and millions and millions and millions of people come to YouTube every single day. Like, you can get it popping all over the place. And still come back and watch some some Manoster stuff. How much I make on YouTube? I don't make much. I make anywhere between four to five hundred dollars a month. But that's only because of my other channel. <laughs> my other channel has up my my earnings. I mean, I don't have no problem telling y'all. It ain't like it's some balling money, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, if it wasn't for my other channel, I wouldn't, I probably would only make it about 200 or 100 to $200. But my other channel has helped my earnings go up because I get a, I get a much higher CPM over there. Click per what is it? What what does CPM stand for again? Clicks per mill or something like that. I get a I get a higher CPM on that channel and a higher RPM. I think RPM is revenue per mill or something like that. Anyway, basically, when you see ads on those videos, those ads have a higher dollar amount affixed to them than ads on this video on this channel. But I predict it's only going to go up. 
the money. But that's just part of the money. I mean, I make okay. I, you know, I'll put it like this. So, so I started. I, I just I'll tell y'all. So I started the IT channel in August. No, not August. Uh, I started posting content in April of this year. It took me. It took me how many months did it take me? I, I think I got. I think I broke a thousand subs in October. So it took me like six months to get that channel monetized. It was a, it was a slow buildup, right? It is what it is. So I got it monetized in October. And then here I am, December. I grew about 700 subs in two months. So I'm almost I'm rolling up on 2,000. But ever since I got it monetized, I make more money off that channel than I do over here. Because it's just all clean content, evergreen content. And I get people from literally all over the world, all types of different countries, races, nationalities that watch the content. But that's just a portion of the money. I'm, I also sell courses over there. So, well, I'm, well let, me, let me rephrase that. I sell study notes over there. You're like, what are you talking about? So my strategy is kind of a little backwards from how most people do most people do courses. I put the entire course on YouTube for free. And you know, just make my money off the ads. Now, if people feel like they need to go, my videos ain't enough, then I charge for study notes, highly detailed notes that I've put together. To ensure that you're going to pass one of these doggone certs, I go in there and I make a gazillion quizzes, a gazillion actual uh, uh, practice exams that mimic the real certification exam. But you got to pay for that. So this year, I've sold over $1,000 worth of courses, <laughs> worth of notes, just off of that channel. You know what I'm saying? And that's just... That's only that's only since, you know, April. I plan to do more next year. So I make money two ways off that channel. AdSense, I don't do live streams over there, so I'm not getting any super chat money. So I get AdSense and then I sell my notes to, to pass these certifications. And then I'm in the process of trying to develop a third revenue stream over there based off of that content. So overall, I make money from that, you know, from that stuff, but it's useful, real stuff because people actually pass certifications based off of the stuff that I teach. It's not just some some BS that I throw up there. You know, it's like people actually go spend their hard-earned money to go pay a few hundred dollars for a certification exam in hopes that they're going to pass it based off the stuff that they've heard on my channel. Like I had a dude leave me a message the other day talking about he went to go take one cert and he wasn't sure about whether or not he was going to pass the database section. So he said he was on the, he was on the subway going down to the cert to the exam station, listening to my videos about databases. 
went in there and aced the database section. Somebody he was on the subway right before he go to take the test, listening to my videos before he went to go sit down and take this certification. So, yes, people pass. And I post the screenshots. <laughs> I post the social proof. So, you know what I'm saying? So I I do that over there. That's and that that's part of the uh part of, you know, I I want to believe why as to why my channel is, you know, doing what it's doing over there and why I believe it's going to get bigger cuz it serves a real purpose. Now, is it black manosphere content? Probably not. I don't know if I'll ever get recognized in the black metal sphere. Oh, go check out G. Larry, Tech G, G. Dizzle, whatever, whatever he calls himself these days. But yeah, if I if I was talking about tech stuff on this channel, it might get some 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 shine. But nobody really watches it. That's why I created a separate channel for it. But anyways, the whole point I'm saying is. You can get it popping outside of the realm of black YouTube. You don't have to just be in the confines of black YouTube, man. So these companies pay well. Shoot, $60,000, dude, you can knock that out. Man, you got people breaking $100,000 in like three to five years in IT. Starting off learning the stuff that I teach. You know, I'm not even making this up. You learn because I teach just entry level. I don't teach advanced. I teach entry level. How to get your foot in the door type of stuff. Three to five years, you could be on your way to making 100 racks off the stuff that I that I teach you. But. The point is, you can you can get it popping. So I'm not, and listen, I'm not trying to tell, I'm not trying to, you know, convince you guys, you know, those of you who actually want to be successful in the black metal sphere, I'm not saying that you should just abandon it, but I just don't think you should just, there are just so many ways you can get cracking. Yeah, I got, I got, I got one A plus, well, I got half the course up there now, because, you know, it's actually two parts. I got, I got the hardware stuff and I'm currently creating content for the software. So I got that stuff up there now. So, you can get cracking. You can get it popping. You know what I mean? But you got to find your purpose, man. You know whether your purpose is I want to make people laugh. All right, well, go out there and what's that? What's that guy? Y'all know that YouTuber Long Long Beach Griffey, black dude with them with the with them little the gap in his front teeth. He makes these like two these thirty minute. 60 minute videos. This joke got like 2 million subs on YouTube. Just making these cheesy videos in his bedroom. But them shit, some of them joints is funny as hell and go viral. He only been on YouTube for like two years, two or three years. Already got 2 million subs. And all he does is just make these cheesy little camera phone videos. Yeah, keep it techie, he knows. And then, you know, once y'all get past what I'm teaching, y'all go to keep it techie. He'll teach you all the stuff about Linux and how to get it cracking out there. Like, you know, we, we out here doing things. <laughs> I teach you to how, how to get in the dough. Keep it techie teaches you how to step it on up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Christina Luff knows what I'm talking about. His videos be off the chain, especially that one he did about Jesus Christ not freeing the slaves. 
I was like, oh, Jesus, he had the nerve to put that on YouTube? That thing got like hundreds of thousands of views. It was funny, though. <laughs> Long Beach Griffey. Go look him up. So, I don't know, man. So, I, I just want to talk about that. How long have I been on here? How long? How long? I'm like, oh, crap. Man, it's been 72 minutes. What is that, like an hour and a half? <sighs> so, I just, want to, I just want to run my mouth, man. Like I say, that, that's what I saw today. Like, I, I just want these dudes that want to be the next Kevin Samuels and O'Shea. Like, I get it, man. But y'all got to find y'all own voice. Like, you can talk about the same stuff they're talking about. That's cool. But you have to figure out, you have to do it from your own perspective with your own unique voice and signature. And I just don't think a lot of these dudes got it. it can, they can probably get it, develop it. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're concerned about developing their own voice as much as they are concerned about just trying to create content that mimics what they believe is successful content. Because it might be successful for a short sprint, but in my personal opinion about creating content, since I've been doing it since 2013, you 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 uh you you become quote unquote successful when you can develop a, a loyal following that'll ride with you through thick and thin, ups and downs, struggles here and there, make up breakups, all that crap. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just what I believe. And I don't know if these dudes really get this because they're not they're not genuine content creators. They don't really understand. I just don't think they really understand when they hear the word content creation. I think they just think, oh, I just got to make a, a banging video. I think it's, it's a little bit deeper than that. It's really it's, it's about, yes, you got to make the banging video or whatever. But you have to foster this relationship with people and keep them around you. Even, even when you're up at 2.30 in the morning, just running your mouth about nothing. People talking about, man, you up? They want to come listen to what the hell you're talking about. You got you to gotta foster this relationship with these people, man. They got to they gotta, they gotta feel like they, they know you. You're part of the family or some crap just off of the, the content, man, and want to support it through the thick and thin. Whether it's good or bad or whatever the case may be, I just don't think these dudes understand this, man. Yeah, that's the video handling. Yeah, I would. <laughs> the way that video opened up, I was like, wow, this dude is bold for doing that one. <laughs> Y'all go look up Long Beach Griffey and then look for a video that says, Why God Didn't Free the Slaves. Now, be mindful. When you watch, when you when you hit the play button, make sure nobody's around because don't don't watch it at work because you, you might get in trouble. As soon as that video opens up, it might be some problems. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me see. I'm going to find it and I'll put it in the chat so y'all can watch it on y'all own. Uh, long, let me see. Long Beach Griffey. Jesus slaves. Let's see. Let sure this is the, uh, this it right here. Oh, yep, that's it. Oh, shoot. All right. So I'm going to put this link in the chat. 
This is the link to the video. Wait, hold up. Hold up. This is the best video this dude has ever did. So y'all go check that video out on your own. Make sure, like I say, don't watch it at your job. Make sure your girl ain't around. You know, make sure your kids ain't around. Hey, they go my, they go, they go my, they go my, the homie. Uh, where she go? Nene, baby. There she go. What's up, Nene? Yeah, y'all click, y'all go watch this video, Long Beach Griffey. This dude is off the chain. This, this dude is this dude is on he, he on some other stuff. <laughs> he on some other crap. All right, y'all. Anyways, I'm about to go, but you know, all, all you guys and the content creators, man. Look, I wish y'all the best. I really do. Um, if y'all listen to this now or in the future, I just want y'all to, you know, find you find your voice, find who you are, and then make your content. And I think you'll be much more satisfied because once you know who you are, once you know what type of content you're creating and you're comfortable with yourself, I don't think you're going to be running around here getting mad at O'Shea because O'Shea is making celebrity gossip videos. You're just going to you know, do like I do and just, you know, kind of tune it out until he does something that you want to watch. Because that one dude, Black Male First Media, whoever that dude was. That was that was pissed off at O'Shea on um on um uh Trollmaster's channel, Grandmaster Troll's channel. I was like, wow, dude, you are really mad. This dude isn't making the content that you like. Like, you're a content creator, go make your own content. I think y'all really gotta. I think this that's the way I think that's just gonna be the key to y'all's longevity with content creation. Discovering who you are and making that content and being genuine and true to it. Not just trying to shift it because it's the next, you're trying to catch the wave. Yeah, Grace. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you hit that that video, that first, that first two seconds sets it off for you. <laughs> All right. You're gonna have them pocket watching you. I mean. Pocket watching me for what? I mean, I'm not, you know, people ask, I don't make a lot of money off this. I'm not, I'm not making thousands of dollars a month off this. I mean, I'm not. I just started making the few hundred, 400 that I'm making. That just started like two months ago. Before that, I was on, I used to show my stats on YouTube. I used to show y'all the actual screenshots. I'd be like, yeah, I made about $150. <laughs> now i wasn't factoring in cash apps and paypal donations because here's the thing i actually have on a spreadsheet exactly how much money i've made off adsense how many study notes i've sold how many cash app donations i've gotten paypal donations and other stuff like i actually have this on a spreadsheet somewhere and i'm not i'm not gonna say what the actual number is but I put it on a spreadsheet because I'm trying to see if I can double or triple that number come next year. But you know, certain things I don't mind sharing because I'm not I'm not making thousands of dollars. I'm not doing I'm not doing those type of numbers. I mean, I'm just not. You know what I'm saying? Would I like to? Hell yeah. 
I would love to make $500 to $1,000 a day off of just YouTube. I quit my job. $500, if you make $500 a day, you're pulling in like $180,000 a year. Like just do the math. $1,000 a day is $365,000 a year. So what's half of that? About one hundred and eighty, right? If you just do $100 a day, you're making like $36,000 a year. I would, if, I, if I made $100 a day off YouTube, I mean, I wouldn't quit my job, but that's still, that's still some decent money. I'm not even doing that. So, you know, I don't, I don't mind sharing it because the reality is the overwhelming majority of YouTubers don't make that type of money. I want to say I looked it up some years ago. I want to say the average YouTube, you took the ad, all the YouTubers on YouTube that have monetized channels. Let's say the average YouTuber makes something around like, I don't know, like 10 bucks a month. So I'm, I mean, I'm doing great compared to them, but I ain't, I ain't doing this to where I can be doing this full time. It's, I mean, when I say full time, I'm talking about full time where I can just completely support a household and a family off of this. Hell to the no, that ain't happening. So, you know, I get I get my couple dollars here and there, and then I try to reinvest it into other little things. And hopefully, it'll pay off. Sometimes it does, sometimes it don't. What's up, man? I'll see you in a minute. All right. So, anyways, I'm about to roll. So, y'all be easy. Shout out to everybody. Put some money in here. I'm about to bounce. Uh, peace. Happy New Year. Peace.